This podcast is brought to you by StoreMaven. I won't lie, I am an employee at StoreMaven, so I want to tell you a little bit about why it's the greatest company on earth. If you're interested in growing your app in any way, organically, paid, both, we have tools to help you do it, whether it's optimizing your creatives, measuring the success and the effect of different efforts that you're taking, or just telling you what people look for in an app. We're here to help you do it. We just posted the normal Facebook post where we said, okay, uh, we'd love to involve the community. Can you please take a survey? And uh, we had tons of responses. I think maybe at least uh, at least 100. Welcome to Mobile Growth and Pancakes, a podcast by Stormaven. We break down how and why mobile apps grow. In each episode, we invite a mobile growth expert onto the show to break down a specific mobile growth strategy, how it worked, why it worked, and what they would do differently. I'm your host, Esther Schatz. I am joined today by Nadir, who's the growth marketing manager at OBB, and I'll let you uh, introduce yourself a bit further. So my name is Nadir. I'm uh, from France, currently based in Paris, currently working with a mobile game uh, developer called OBB, which uh, makes uh, one main uh, title, which is called Frag. It's a mobile game uh, shooter. Uh, previously, I was uh, working with Tilting Points which is based in New York with offices in uh, Ukraine and Barcelona. I was based in the Barcelona office. I was there for a few years and uh, I was in charge of uh, ASO back there. I was uh, leading the ASO team. So working on ASO for uh, Tilting Point's uh, portfolio of games, but also for those of its clients because Tilting Point was also acting as the growth growth marketing uh, agency for other uh, publishers and studios. So you've been in the industry for a good long time. (laughs) <laughs> yes, yes, uh, but it, it it's not. Uh, I don't I don't see it as a long time because it's there is something new all the time. It's always changing, so it doesn't feel like the same thing that I was doing, let's say five or ten years ago. For sure, totally agree. Even just thinking about the early days of uh, you know our our foray into ASO, it's such a different such a different arena now. Yeah. Okay, so let's get uh, let's get into the topic at hand. Um, you have a really interesting strategy that I want to discuss. Can you share the the specific mobile app that you uh, that you did this for? Actually, I've done it for a lot of uh, apps. I haven't tested it yet for uh, for the titles at OBB, but it's something that I was doing a lot uh, at Tilting Point. Uh, so it's uh, it's about uh, testing your uh, testing icons and assets and all kind of assets. So, you know, even if you have uh, a lot of ideas from uh, studying your competition, from studying other apps, other games, uh, from running tests, sometimes you don't know why something is working or not working and you're like scratching your head and you, you run out of ideas. So one thing that I, I tried one day, I was, uh, I was talking with uh, the marketing team of a game and I told them, look, we have tested a lot of things. It was for a puzzle game, like a, a puzzle game. It's called Languinis. It's a puzzle game, kind of like uh, mixing uh, match, match three with a uh, Scrabble. And we uh, were not able to find new uh, icons, even though we've been testing new uh, variants for like a year. So we couldn't find something that could beat uh, the previous, uh, previous icons uh, and, uh, and, and screenshots for like a year. 
so what I uh, what I wanted to do was to involve the community because the game has a pretty had a pretty strong community, like of uh, people going on Facebook and asking for help for certain levels or exchanging ideas or just sharing feedback on the game. Do you mind if I stop you for a second when you say uh, you know you were having trouble? increase improving your performance um first of all you know what was the main kpi were you, that you were looking at was it cvr or was it something else yeah it was cvr it was uh improving cvr we're always looking we always like uh, try and beat uh current uh, assets by at least let's say 20 percent before we uh, apply something so that that was the that, that, that was the idea so uh so in that case what we what we've done was to try and involve the, the community we basically did a like a survey where we showed three types of uh, of uh, screenshots so let's say one of them puts let's say the emphasis on the gameplay uh, and then the other one put an emphasis on the characters that you can meet in the game so you have some kind of like uh, let's say animals in the game with that uh, that uh, are there when you play like they cherish you when you play they cheer you up etc so for us, the, the hypothesis was that the, the characters were not so important. Uh, but we couldn't uh, figure that out by just doing a test, whether with uh, Google Play experiments or with tools like Stormhaven or anything, because tools, uh, they speak with numbers, but they don't speak with explanations. So uh, by doing this, uh, this, this survey, we ask people, uh, look at the, the, that first series of screenshots, the one with the gameplay, what do you think? And then look at this other uh, series of screenshots, the one with the characters, uh, and what do you think? So uh, what what uh, people told us was that, yeah, uh, the, the languages, which were the characters in the game, uh, are actually missing. Or they, we also had a, like a series where we had the characters, but really small. Uh, and that's what they told us. They told us, yeah, but uh, the characters, we, uh, are not in the game in the represented in the screenshots or we don't really see them and for us we were like okay maybe they make a point because we all always uh, assume that the, the characters had some importance so we always put them uh, either big or small but we really never paid attention to that uh, so then with this uh, input we with the creative team we redesign our screenshots and <clears throat> we uh, then we run an experiment with uh, larger uh, characters, we put them like really uh, with, uh, like, uh, let's say, taking let's say three quarter of the real estate of the screenshots, and then finally we uh, we got I think by then we had like maybe uh, the result of the Google Play experiment was something like maybe twenty five percent, which we hadn't. Uh, oh, wow! Not, you know, you rarely see in a Google experiment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you have uh, you have those uh, good uh, you have such good numbers, and so for us it was really, really, uh, really exciting because uh, that's not something that we could have assumed before because because uh, people like our games like the game because of of its gameplay. Of course, there are characters. But we could not really know that they, they really liked uh, seeing them in the game. So basically, you found a community of already existing players from the app. Uh, yeah. And that's who you were talking to. First, how did you find the community? Was it through the app itself or were you, uh, you, know, were you searching elsewhere? Uh, for, uh, for that particular game, it was uh, Facebook. <clears throat> because uh, 
the audience was mostly on Facebook. I mean, uh, the audience was like mostly uh, women, uh, like say 30 plus. So that's where they, they, they were. That's where they were interacting with the, the community management team. We just posted the normal Facebook post where we said, okay, uh, we'd love to involve the community. Can you please take a survey? And uh, we had tons of responses. I think maybe at least uh, at least a hundred. And people were willing to uh, were willing to to share their their, their inputs. And yeah, uh, people must be wondering, yeah, but why did I ask current users and not new users? Is because yeah, current users who like the game are the same uh, behave the same as new users who will then download the game and enjoy it. So uh, that that's why that's why it makes sense here, and it did make sense because we indeed saw like uh, biggest uh, a big um, a bigger uh, CVR afterward. Yeah, I like that. Um, you know, I think it's it's actually really clever because you'll see a lot of surveys, you know, before launch, or mm -hmm. uh, you know, even we've seen surveys and people we find don't self-report well, meaning you, you say that one thing is appealing to you, but when we actually look at, you know, what people are doing in the game and what's caused that performance shift, it doesn't connect with what they've reported. But when you're going to your community, they already have built an attachment to the game. So they're able to identify what they like about it already. And I would assume that these creatives, you have a, a leg up that you're not just going to improve your conversion rate. You're going to also probably improve your downstream metrics because you're looking at the group of people who are really, you know, heavy players and logging in and excited to participate. Exactly. So you're able, I think that's uh really, really smart. Um, and I also, I like your, I like the way you've kind of balanced the quantitative with the qualitative. So you went to the community for the ideas and you validated and testing to make sure that, you know, yeah. what you were looking at actually made sense in your audience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, that's a way to, let's say, validate an idea because sometimes you might think that you have, you've, you've picked the best, uh, the best uh, assets, uh, but you don't really know why. Uh, and in that case, when you ask the community, when you ask people, they will tell you why exactly. They will tell you it's because of the characters, because of the colors, it's because it's complex, to it's complicated to understand. It, they will provide you like real input. So it's good to have both, it's good to have metrics from Google experiments, from tools like yours, like Stormhaven and the other ones, and to have, let's say, input. And has it ever backfired? Have you ever, in the examples where you turn to the community, have they ever kind of voiced something that you didn't see performing well on the top of the funnel in conversion rate? Um, in that case, we turned to Reddit. Uh, we turned to Reddit because um, on Reddit, the, that game, which was more oriented towards uh, teens, I mean teens and young adults, let's say, let's say 15 to 25 years old. So that community for that game was uh, actually very active on Reddit because the game was really artsy. They were always making uh, some kind of like uh, art of their own, um, artwork, artwork of their own. And they're really talking a lot about um, the characters, uh, new episodes on the game, etc., etc. So what we did there was actually, we kind of uh, cheated a bit, but I would explain. Uh, we basically, one of our uh, marketing uh, team members like um, infiltrated the community. It's, I know it's bad, but trust me, <laughs> trust me. I mean, it's genius because you, this is where you're hearing everything you need to hear now. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of companies do that. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it, it, it maybe sounds bad, but 
uh, in the end, you do, that's a way to like, get close to your community. And if you don't do anything wrong, I, I think it's, I, I see it as perfectly ethical. So I will explain. Basically, we were uh, running some experiments for some icons, which involve lots of characters. So you had tons of characters, male, female. Uh, and um, the, what we wanted to, to ask the community was what they think of the icons we were testing. So how, how, we, did, how we did it, I, I told the team, yeah, like post a, a thread on Reddit and say, oh, look, the, the Arcana changed the icon. Actually, the, 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 the title didn't change the icon, it was just being tested. And uh, the, the post was asking the community, what do you think? What do you think of the new icon they're testing or they're using? And people are saying, oh, no, I don't like this character because he's a cheater or blah, blah, he's not fair. Uh, and I prefer this old guy that they removed uh, a while ago. And that was perfect input for us because we really got something that, uh, that we didn't have before. Uh, so we then went back with the creative team and reinserted, we used the, the, some characters that they mentioned they didn't, they, they missed, removed some, removed some uh, that they say they didn't like anymore. And we tested that again uh, with the experiments and it, uh, it validated our, uh, our, the input that we got from our friends <laughs> on that uh, community. I think that has probably also, a, it's a, a secondary effect of if you've got lapsed users who have the app still downloaded on their phone but haven't logged in in a while, you can change the icon and, and catch their attention, especially if it's a beloved character that went away that might have affected why they weren't playing heavily. Exactly, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, so you use your infiltration for good, not for uh, for evil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not for uh, not for bad things. Not for uh, not for compromising anything. Uh, so I think I recommend I recommend. Uh, of course, don't abuse it. We haven't done it a lot. I think we've done it just twice for two games. That's it. Don't do it often because otherwise you'll be. Yeah, people will notice, uh, and sometimes you might make mistake. Uh, like using your own name or something like that, you know. But I think it's important and you should, yeah, you should try. If you have a community, like you should try, be there. And sometimes, yeah, I think it's, 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 uh, it's worth a shot. Yeah, I agree. What would you say is the ideal frequent, you know, when, it, when are the times that you should turn towards a community versus when are the times that you want to kind of stick to testing and, and other more traditional tool-based uh, strategies? I, I would say uh, you can find, I think you can find 70% uh, of your ideas by just testing and uh, brainstorming and looking at what competitors are doing. So I think that should be your main uh, driver uh, because it's also time consuming to know the community. You know, it's, uh, it takes a lot of time. So I would say, yeah, 70% should come from your own research, 30% from the community. So uh, I would say, how, yeah, if you ask how often, I would say do that. I don't know, once every three months or four months, involve your community and see if you can, uh, if you can find like really new ideas for your icons or for your screenshots or your, your videos. That's uh, kind of the, the meat portion. And now I have uh, our quick fire round of questions that, uh, that I ask everyone when they come onto the show. So uh, get ready. Okay. Okay, first of all, if you could give just one tip to somebody who's aspiring to be a mobile growth marketer or just starting their, their journey, what would that tip be? 
Um, I would say um, if you want to venture into that uh, industry, first you have to have a good sense of apps and games, uh, especially if you want to work, work, want to work in games. Make sure you understand uh, how uh, mobile games, especially free to play mobile games, uh, operate. Uh, what are the top games out there? Uh, see how they've changed uh, through the time. Uh, how to understand how they monetize users, understand what the community like about the game. Uh, also, yeah, I don't think there are many, many like uh, training programs uh, at schools or university about mobile growth. Uh, I'm not aware of any like. Not that I have heard of. Yeah, me neither. So I would say the best ways to start would be uh, to start with an internship if you are still like uh, after grad. Uh, if you just graduated, if you are, uh, someone asked me actually the other day on uh, online, like on a Reddit uh, group that I was, someone asked me uh, how would someone go into uh, into mobile uh, mobile marketing for games at some point if they are doing something else, let's say if you come from the e-commerce world or if you come from, uh, let's say if you come from um, from apps but not games. Uh, I think the best way would be to um, to uh, to use your free time and after work time to uh, to, to study. There are many like uh, I mean you can use Udemy, you can use uh, Reddit, you can use uh, YouTube, you can use a lot of uh, lot of areas to learn about. It's ASO for games or how to do uh, how to run a Facebook campaign for games and stuff like that. Then you can. Uh, I'm sure around you you have some some people who uh, who make their own games, like some friends. So I will ask them. Yeah, you want me to help you with? Uh, I've learned about ACO for games. If you want, I can uh, I can help you with your game. Or I can help you with like uh, your Facebook campaign. Uh, uh, you can also uh, do um, like connect with the community. Of course, now with the times of COVID, uh, depending on where you are, it might be tough to come to. Different type of connection, yeah. Yeah, but there are, st I'm in Paris now and there are, there are there are some meetups, so you can, I think it's the best way to to make connections. Uh, that's that's how I made a, lot of, I made, made a lot of connections through my career, like before the times of conferences, etc. I go to meetups, I go to, let's say, mobile game development meetup or mobile growth meetups in your city. You can also find uh, things online right now. If you if you go to Meetup, you have also have lots of like virtual uh, meetups, uh, and then join some Slacks like uh, like the, the popular ones. Uh, like You're tying really well into the next question, which is uh, your favorite mobile growth resource. So maybe your favorite channel or your favorite uh, blog. Yeah, I would say LinkedIn and Twitter. Like I have some um, alerts on Twitter. I have some uh, search terms and some hashtags that I follow on Twitter, like uh, uh, to get updates on uh, on topics, like like the ones that I involved with a lot, like uh, ESO, mobile games, UA, creatives, now iOS 14, uh, SCAN network, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Same thing with uh, same thing with LinkedIn. Uh, I I I'm not involved with many um, Slack groups. Uh, actually, just the main one that I where where I, I, I'm spending a lot of time. I'm actually not so much anymore, but I, because of time. But uh, was uh, the ASO uh, ASO Slack group. I think it's a really uh, really nice uh, community, and it's very very diverse. Like you have people from all kind of uh, backgrounds and uh, and companies. So I would say yeah, I would say if you like new or if you're industry in the industry, uh, I would say join uh, join that one. 
also joined uh, Mobile Dev uh, Memo, uh, Memo from uh, Eric Seufert. Uh, I think it's, it's not for everyone, meaning it's, 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 uh, it can be, if you are a new, uh, newcomer to the- A to bit the, intimidating. <laughs> yeah, to the world of UA, because it can be, it's quite, uh, it, it's, it's like a tough boys club kind of, you know, it can be, uh, it can be intimidating. Sometimes it's quite, uh, it's qu it can be quite political, quite, uh, quite very, a lot of animosity, but yeah, it's, it's full of, of great info. And this is where you have like all the top, uh, the latest trends shared and the latest, uh, latest uh, news articles about, uh, about Apple, about Facebook, etc. Okay, who is the person in the mobile growth world that, uh, let's assume Corona is behind us, who would you most want to take to lunch and why? Actually, I, I think the ones that I want to meet are the ones that, that no one knows about. Uh, I would like to meet, let's say, uh, the smartest UA people uh, at, uh, let's say, at uh, Plarium or at uh, Plarix or at all those companies that I know they're doing a good job. But personally, I never met them because I know I know they go with they go to they go to conferences, but they hide their names, you know. Yeah, you want the people who aren't uh, giving the speeches, but the people yeah. who are who are doing. That's that's the, that's uh, that's the one uh, that's the one I want. For instance, now I'd like to talk to I don't know who's like the 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 lead uh, UA market slash marketing for let's say uh, Raid from Plarium, but that's the guy or the girl that I would like to uh, to talk to, to have a coffee or lunch. All right, well, if, if uh, you're listening, head UA and Wade, you know who to call. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. last, uh, yeah, you thought that was funny? Last question, and it's the most important one. So, you know, we're called uh, Mobile Growth and Pancakes, and I have to know what your favorite type of pancake is. I, I'm more a uh, sweet one. I would say just the, the normal one with... Uh, with my the let's say the Canadian one with my maple, maple syrup, uh, with a nice uh, cup of coffee. I uh, you have a Canadian citizen right here, so she's I think ah, she's inclined she, to agree. <laughs> her her father's Canadian, but yes, good good pure Canadian maple syrup. Okay, amazing. Um, Nadir, can you just tell people you know if they want to find you and and maybe learn more or, or read up on what you're doing? Uh, you know, is there anywhere where they can uh, check you out? Yeah, sure. Uh, um, I think the, the best way is uh, LinkedIn. This is where let's say uh, I share the most. Uh, so you can just find me LinkedIn, Nadir Garouche, just my name. Uh, I'm also on Twitter, not uh, frequently posting, but I'm there and happy to share, uh, to share uh, uh, things with people. Uh, I'm on Twitter. My, 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 Twitter, my handle is just Nadir, just my name. Uh, so you can find me easily, uh, and also uh, on the yeah, we mentioned the ASO Slack. This is let's say what the Slack that I, where I go at least once a day. So if people want to catch me, like uh, so, so if they're not connected with me on LinkedIn or anywhere else, they can DM me there or ask questions. I'm I'm, I'm on open open book. Perfect. Okay, Nadir, thank you so much. Um, super helpful and super interesting. Yeah, you're welcome, Mr. Thank you. And that was Mobile Growth and Pancakes. To find out more about Stormaven and how we can improve App Store performance, visit stormaven.com. 
And then make sure to search for Mobile Growth and Pancakes and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, or anywhere else podcasts are found and click subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. On behalf of the team here at Stormaven, thanks for listening.